1: This episode is brought to you by GameFly, the best way to rent or buy your favorite games. Head to GameFly.com lock Locked today for a free premium 30-day trial. Welcome,
0: friends, to another episode of Unlocked. It's the world's number one Xbox show. We're here at IGN another week. Plenty to talk about in the world of Xbox. Coming up on this week's show, uh, it's a big week for the Xbox Game Pass that launched last year. But they've made a big new change to it that's going to make it mighty, mighty hard to resist, we think. We're going to discuss that. Plus, uh, John Cena is attached to a Duke Nukem movie. That uh, should spawn some interesting discussion around here, I think. Peter Molyneux, the co-creator of Fable, chimes in on what he'd like to see from the new Fable that was, of course, unearthed last week, being made by Playground Games. Plus, uh, PUBG getting into some charitable functions within the game, raising some money, uh, we'll talk about. It's always good to do a good story there. So, a lot to get to. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. We've got Destin Legary. Hi, everybody. Alana Pierce. Hey. Marty Sleva. Boom. Well, sea of Thieves, the beta, closed beta for now, mm-hmm. has launched. It is running through the weekend, I yeah. believe. Uh, has has I know it's just launched this morning. A lot of us haven't had a chance to jump in yet. Mm-hmm. But I am really happy to see a lot of other people not everybody it's not an open beta but I'm really happy to see a lot of people that
2: uh, that have been that follow us that have been watching our coverage be able to play it themselves now yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we saw it. we woke up this morning and it was the number one streaming game on Twitch it passed uh, PUBG and LoL
3: 50,000 almost double the audience of PUBG and Fortnite mm-hmm. seems like such
4: a good game to stream yeah. um, I really hope that I get to do that sometime this week actually but uh, I, yeah. It's it's awesome to see more people getting involved in the amount of tweets that I'm seeing of people being like, "Holy crap, this game is so much fun!" And it's like you know something we've been trying to explain for such a long time yes. that people finally getting to try it for themselves is super exciting. It's,
3: it's much prettier. I've been kind of like wishy washy on the art style, but actually getting in there and playing, I'm like, "Oh, this is gorgeous!"
0: Yeah, <laughs> like
4: yeah, the water is yeah. the same water used in Forza Horizon, funnily enough, as well. Mm-hmm. They actually use the same ocean.
2: I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. the game. It, it looks cool. yeah, the water looks it phenomenal. And where did that yeah. come from?
4: They told Is that me the that. thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, and yeah, I, it's one of those things where, like, the water does look like photorealistic, but I mm-hmm. feel like as the game's gone on, the sort of cartoony. Pixar-esque art styles just become a little like stronger and stronger yes I really like it now it just feels really kind of pronounced and and it feels like Sea of Thieves
0: and and it also feels like rare I mean I go back to the Mm -hmm. very first unveil trailer of that which we're just watching some gameplay right now but the the original unveil trailer like in three seconds I was like oh that looks like a rare game Mm -hmm. and then it turned out to be a rare game Mm -hmm. um yeah so the the closed beta is a sort of custom slice it's by no means the entire game Um, And what's cool, too, is seeing those Twitch numbers that you guys were just referencing. It's just the closed beta. You have to have a pre-order or have to have been in the... Sea of Thieves insider program mm-hmm. already. Yeah. So once it inevitably it hasn't been announced yet, but once that inevitable open beta oh, happens, so many more
2: streams going. On. So exactly, yeah. so
0: many more streams we, going on. We should actually address that. Some users are having
3: problems signing on right now. It's right. been several hours at the time of this recording. Yeah. Uh, the community manager has reached out. They are working on it, but some people were pretty angry about that just because they're excited to play well, it.
0: And apparently, the cold Windows irony. Store. Yeah, the cold <laughs> irony is that pre-orders from if you pre-ordered from basically anywhere but the xbox store work fine <laughs> but if you went ahead and made your pre-order well, with well. microsoft themselves so yeah. you're having a little bit of an uh, issue yeah, the site's
4: right down as well but you know the, the thing with with Things like this is... That's what this flooded. is for. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It's like, that is the purpose of an open beta, is to test this kind of thing and get them used to it before the game actually comes out. Yeah,
2: yeah and all those alphas, like, you know, they, they were adding more and more folks to each one, but clearly this is the largest amount of people who have ever tried to log on to this game at once, and yeah. so, yeah, that's going to happen. And yeah. that's what these are, like you said, that's exactly what these are for, so this happens now, I'm like, great, fix it. If it happens at launch, that's a problem, but if it happens now, it's right. mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. And that's why I'm,
0: I even though it, uh, an open beta has not been confirmed, I'm... All but telling you there will be one because they're going to want to try to break the game again with as many people as possible so that you don't have a really bad launch day yeah. that can tarnish your entire reputation yeah. Yeah. permanently. Yeah. But the people who are playing it, they seem to be having a good time.
3: Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the short amount of time that I got to play it myself. Uh, like, I didn't want to play any of the closed ones because I couldn't talk about them. I'm like, I'd rather experience it when everybody else can. And yeah. I can discuss that.
0: Yeah. It's still, you know, solo. It, it's not. There, it's supported, but it's absolutely, in my opinion, not the way to go in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, try to if you're having if you don't have any immediate online friends that, that you can play this with anybody in your immediate social circle, maybe join the unlocked Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, you'll no doubt be able to find plenty of friendly gamers there who uh, who you can crew up with.
4: It's also just, uh, even if you're playing it without people that you actually know, because that happened to me majority of the time, I was playing Mm -hmm. at Weird Hours, or other people didn't have access to the alpha, Uh, I was playing with strangers and having an amazing time. Mm -hmm. So I think the community for this game is already incredible. Like, maybe that'll change on launch, but that happens. They have the
0: LFG tool also, so. Yeah, Yeah, I hope so, because um, I'm now just going to say this, I can't imagine I will get in trouble for it, but from the last alpha... I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into this. I haven't played it since E3, so it was like months and months before. And you know, I didn't have anybody online, so I just jumped in right mm-hmm. away into matchmaking. Took took a minute, got in there. In three seconds, uh, I heard giggling over the microphones, and then I was placed in the brig because you can you can if if someone is being horrible, you know if they're if they are trolling, if they're not playing nicely, the you can do a majority vote to lock them in the brig, <laughs> and so they, you know, I don't know if these guys were high or what, but oh, <laughs> so wow. that, was, that was literally the first thing that, that happened actually to me really when I got it, and I was like, "Well, this is this, we're not off to a good start here." So that's when I I logged off, went on Twitter, and went, "Who wants to play with me in the <laughs> oh, alpha I right now?" That. And then I had a good experience. Oh man, the last uh, thing
4: I had was that. Um, yeah, I don't know if this is still in an any. I think it's probably it not fun. now because everyone's playing it, but. Um, Like multiple times because I was playing with the same people for about two hours, Uh, I would like be on the island and then they would just leave without me in the (laughs) boat, and it just like became a running joke that they're like, "See ya!" (laughs) And I'd like try and swim and catch up and like get bitten by a shark and just have to spawn back there and be like again. (laughs) Seriously, I
0: guess if uh, I guess I would take my experience as a bit of feedback for rare and I and we know (laughs) rare listens. Mm -hmm. We know for a fact rare listens every week. Maybe uh, have some sort of setting where. You you can't throw someone in the brig within the first like five minutes of them entering the game. Like there's has to be some sort of grace period.
2: So, that theoretically you can't get trolled right off the I don't back. know. I don't know. I find that pretty funny. Yeah, like, that's like, smart. That's like arresting a baby right after it's born. <laughs> like, baby clearly didn't <laughs> That's also not funny. Uh, I mean, it's funny also if it goes to like funny. baby jail, yeah. like which is just a pen, I guess. Like, that's also a the crib break. is baby they just jail. put it on a ship yeah. and
4: then it's on the brick. No, I think that's super hilarious. Uh, I mean, moderation tools sorry, and stuff Ryan, like this is very difficult. It's hard to figure Screen out bed. how to do it correctly. Like, I think that GTA did an amazing job. I think that, like, the dumpster service is really good. That works really well. But, with this kind of thing what if you wait 5 minutes and then someone is just awful for, for 5 minutes, minutes and then you never want to play the I mean game that's again.
0: fair that's fair I don't I don't know I guess I'm not a professional <laughs> game designer I don't know what the solution is I but love I guess
4: I like you hear them giggling and then they
0: <laughs> That's all, yeah it was you know it was oh, like boy. the most stereotypical
1: Video Bong games. Ripper
0: 420 gamer tag <laughs> X- Xbox Live experience you could possibly have <laughs> and it was like well this is how this is going to go huh so you, all right You just can't get out once you're in the brig I just quit the game. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I've never been there. It.
4: I think yeah. you get stuck in there for. A I don't even know if, it, if
0: Yeah, if if it's timed or whatever. If Not you're sure. so, I was just like, forget this. Oh man, thanks. I I, like you know what though. I'm going to do
4: next time that we all play together.
0: <laughs> we know where Ryan's That's going. Happen to
4: Ryan immediately. <laughs>
0: I'm going to get my own friends. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll leave a lawn on the island. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah that's, that's pretty awesome. All of your nightmares will come, come <laughs> to fruition. Uh, okay, the opposite of a nightmare would be a dream. And that is what Game Pass is uh, quickly evolving into. You oh, like yeah. that segue, that, really like that? that was really good. You like that? That was a slick good. pro, pro move. The big news this week is Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it's it's Of course, it launched last year. Yeah. We all thought, okay, this is... Very interesting. There are some fascinating future implications here. You know, Phil Spencer talked about one day maybe we would create original content for this, similar to what Netflix does now. That that of course you've rewind, what six seven years, and that was that was unheard of for mm-hmm. even like what do you mean Netflix has their own stuff on it? Uh, but now Microsoft has announced that all first party releases will be on Xbox Game Pass right from their global release day. So that means Sea of Thieves on March 20th. That means State of Decay 2 this spring or whenever, Crackdown 3, Halo 6, mm-hmm. Gears of War 5, etc. It's all going to be there right from the jump. And the reaction to this, as you might expect, was almost universally positive is, within yeah. the games yeah. industry. Within the community. Insane. Yeah,
4: Like the value that you get for this. Is I, <laughs> incredible, uh, and this isn't you know one of the misconceptions I've seen is people saying, "Oh, but it's a streaming service. This is just a platform moving towards you having a stream." That actually isn't the case with Game Pass. You can download the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's not you streaming them. It's not them trying to move towards an online only service. It's- Sony does
3: that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like that one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Neither, but yeah. I think I think this system is. I don't know. Awesome. I'm, like struggling to see the downside here. It's, it's fantastic. And
2: it's yeah. also amazing yeah. for the price. It's the price like for the year. It's the price of two games. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 120
0: bucks for the year. Ten bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you have
4: it. You've already paid off Crackdown and State of Decay. Like, yeah. And in some up. cases, uh, I it's,
0: know with, with lines day
3: and date. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. And if I think with the X, maybe the Xbox One X, you get was it a month free? Yeah. It was a zero, some amount of time or some bundles maybe too. Yeah. So. So, you know, that even helps get you hooked.
4: And you do yeah. automatically get all the 4K upgrades and everything like that as well. And it's just, I don't know, I think this, this service is just such incredible. And if, I it. just
3: keep wondering, how are they going to make money?
0: Well, yeah. and, and that's... such a good deal. That's, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I want to discuss that. Because that's, you know, you want to take a bigger industry view of this. What does it mean? And this is, are are we moving... To fewer and fewer games purchased, and and clearly Microsoft's okay with that. Mm-hmm. If they can, I think they seem to want to lead the push towards mm-hmm. a Netflix-like future. Because now it's like who n- nobody really buys DVDs or Blu-rays.
2: Yeah, I was going to say you, that. Like it, I used and, and no, no one cares, such, right? I used to have such a big Blu-ray and DVD collection. Yeah, I, mean, for I still that. do. But then now that I have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, like I can't remember the last time I've bought a physical movie. Like It was probably Star Wars or something. Yeah. Um, like the, the original trilogy, not even the new ones. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. Are we going to get to a day where it's like, well, I have enough of these games on these streaming services. I don't really need to buy anything anymore.
4: So when I did that feature on uh, the state of AAA games and why the games need microtransactions, one part of it that came up that I didn't delve super far into uh, was that – gamers are technically buying less games in that um, the industry itself is growing hugely and there are more gamers and more people are spending money but individual people are buying less games because games are longer at this point. So it's like it's almost a chicken and egg thing. I don't know which came first. People are buying less games or games of services but like someone like you plays Destiny for a really long time and then buys less games. So this is probably in response to that and I think you know this is the same thing has happened with microtransactions where it's a, yes people trying to maximize profits, but it's also people trying to figure out solutions to if people are buying less games, how do we make more money long term? And I imagine this kind of service is something that we will see replicated throughout the industry. Well,
0: this, and this it's does so good. It's this so does, good. does a few other things too. Number one, uh, you know used games have been the bane of, of publishers' existences for years and years. This is a move to eliminate used games, and they, they're, they would go away mm-hmm. entirely if this model catches on. I got a question for you guys. Uh, I saw a
3: few people talking about this on social media. Uh, do you think this is going to impact the the loot box angle for development of the products that are being released on this game's service? Like, Fort's
0: already kind of has that. Meaning, meaning we'd see more microtransactions if yeah, people. like another way to make supplemental income exactly. for the developers.
4: I don't know that this service will change that anyway. I think the industry's headed in that direction anyway, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't think that... EA made EA Access and then decided to put loot boxes into their games I, more. Mm, I think it's mm-hmm. just a direction in general.
0: Yeah? I think you're both right. I actually think everybody. I just correct posed the question. That. Yeah, he yes, I heard it. I, I don't <laughs> have a statement on it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I no, yeah. but I, I think the yes, I, I think there's a good chance that and it's hard to say without we don't know the economics of this. Like yeah. when if Microsoft gets way more Game Pass subscribers and how how. Does Microsoft pay out publishers with yeah. this? You know, is it are there flat fees? Is it is it per is it or is there a like a per game download within Game Pass fee that gets paid? Is it you know we have no idea how the economics work and that's actually something I would love to ask Phil Spencer next yeah. chance we get. But yeah, I mean I could definitely see um, th- Depending on how those economics change, that maybe we will see more loot boxes and more microtransactions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, e- which the industry has been right. heading I towards anyway.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right, and then it could have an influence. But yeah, my my go to thought is that that's happening anyway, and would happen even if this game pass system didn't exist. Yeah, I mean,
2: true. album sales have been affected by stuff like Spotify, and we know artists like you, an artist gets a fraction of a penny for each listen on Spotify, which is why certain people who have like business acumen, like Jay Z and and uh, Beyonce and Taylor Swift, have like moved away from a thing Big like that three. because I mean, in terms of music, yes.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. serious. Uh,
2: have moved away from uh, you know wanting to, to sort of have more ownership over that. and <clears throat> One of the things I'm worried about with this, this is incredible for the consumer. I'm worried that this is going to devalue games. I'm worried that people are going to say, so this game comes out for $60, which is the price. Bioshock yes. 4 comes out for $60, and everyone's like, well... That's too much for a video game because for $60, I could get six months of all these video games. And I'm like, well, no, that's not – that doesn't mean that a video game is not worth $60. Mm. Anyway.
4: We have I'm, that I'm, issue with indies anyway. People yeah. Like, yeah. Say, Indie game, I, what do you mean it's $40? Yeah. And we're like, yeah, five people like worked yeah. for five years on this game right. and they have to pay their bills, right? Yeah. And then they get like measly things and there's a sale and people all wait for the sale and then everyone gets ripped off. Like that is a really tough thing to do. I
3: don't like. think either is going to go away because like, like we look at what happens with Netflix. A lot of a lot of products are launching there exclusively. And uh, they're doing fantastic, like the Punisher series that just came out. That was exclusive to Netflix. But they still have DVD sales where they can make supplemental income. And there's still Blu-ray releases that don't hit Netflix, for example. So I think we'll kind of see that with this game model. Yeah, today.
0: it's still Blu-ray. an opt-in service,
2: the oh, mm-hmm. Game Pass.
0: But uh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, oh, uh, nope, now I just super lost my train of thought. Say your thing, your point again. Devaluing <laughs> right? uh, games. Oh, yeah. Um, because uh, – but haven't we – haven't we sort of already been seeing warning signs about that over the last year with for instance over the holidays yeah. uh, you know what 3 or 4 weeks after it came out wolfenstein 2's price was cut in half yep. and we were all like oh god does that mean wolfenstein's not selling if it's in if it were to opt into game pass does that sort of help head that off really from a, from an economic mm-hmm. Standpoint. It's an
4: interesting question. Like, maybe, hey, maybe we should write a feature about this. <laughs> like, it, is, it is really interesting. You just have to ask the right people. But, There's uh, a lot to
3: think about. It's yeah. like just about what's going Oh, excellent. It's <laughs> always smarter than us. Yeah.
4: Uh, Ryan, you and I spoke about this the other day, yeah. and I wanted to bring it up, uh, that one thing that I think that Xbox does not do well is merchandise. Like, yes, they do great with consoles, and yeah, we work it is it. hard to find Xbox T-shirts. Yeah,
0: if you – you know, tribalism, for better and for worse, is – Stronger than ever, and PlayStation just launched PlayStation shoes, which an Xbox fan would be like, PlayStation shoes, whatever. I don't care. But if there were Xbox shoes, who was that? I don't know who that was. That was uh that story you came out that? this weekend.
3: That story came out
0: this weekend. Everyone's like, I want an Xbox shoe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've I seen guarantee-
4: potty ones, like fake ones yeah. like
0: people have custom made. Them. I guarantee you, uh, Aaron Greenberg, uh, the, the marketing <laughs> head of at Xbox, is a huge sneakerhead. He like post about it on Twitter all the time. He was probably going like. Just pull it. And beat you through through oh it. God, no!
4: I actually considered reaching out to him because, like, I'm wearing a you should Kojima Productions shirt right now that was just sent by Insect Coin, who also have a huge PlayStation line. And I was trying to find. I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm hosting the Daily Fix, and I keep wearing all these video game shirts. And I was like, despite the fact that I play a ton of Xbox, I don't have a lot of Xbox clothes because yeah. a they aren't sent to us, which right. is like m- mostly how we get our clothes are just like shirts that we have in a green room. And b they're hard to find. So I went out and tried to find some actively, and I found one for Cuphead. Uh, which actually arrived today. It's very cool, but it was on a separate website entirely, nothing related to Cuphead. Yeah, that Two was cup through ed.
0: Studio NBHR, right?
4: Right, had to go to their site and then yeah. do a different site. And then and the a, other Gears one I found was on Redbubble. Yeah, but like <laughs> I, I actually do have some Gears ones, but it's like uh, there is no real hub for you to go to where you can just find a bunch of Xbox your, clothing or merchandise. Your yeah.
0: fable... Your chicken chaser shirt from yeah. last week is totally unofficial right yep. it's just yep. like a that's
4: red bubble so that's yeah. just a fan-made thing but i was like this is super cool like if they if they did stuff like that then i that's it's just such easy money like merchandise is Sweet. so profitable I, I go this is interesting business, but I'll wait
0: right what how does this tie <laughs> into the how does this tie into game pass
4: this was solely just me thinking like a thing where they can make more money than oh, they aren't yeah. yeah. is like a yeah. system that's like this like merchandise can help if yeah. Game prices are dropping. Like That's what yeah. music does, mm-hmm. right? Definitely they like they like. sell merchandise. Nice. Yeah, that's and fantastic. it's just, like, um, a thing that they should totally do. So
0: I wanted to bring up a couple of other things to think about with this. Because again, the the almost universal social media reaction it's to this fast. was like, yes, this is great. And I think it very much is, as Marty's pointed out, for, for players. And that's what's most important to us. That's who we're here to advocate for. Um, but I always try to look at it from all the other sides. And I think this also is a great way to goose... First-party game sales, and I don't say I use sales in quotes now because you're not necessarily purchasing the game. But and plus, Microsoft with NPD doesn't like to report sales anyway. They like to report uh, what's their metrics is like the MAU on oh, Xbox yeah, Live, yeah. the you know, concurrent users or no. monthly active users or something. But this is you know, this is a way for their game because their games, Sony's first-party games are are actually. The bulk of them are single-player, narrative-driven games. Um, Spider-Man, Detroit, Shadow of uh, the Colossus, Guard of War, Gardevoir, Last Guardian last yep. year. Horizon. All that stuff. Horizon, thank you. Yeah. Whereas the bulk of Microsoft's games are game-as-a-service oriented or, or heavily multiplayer-focused, uh, mm. whether it's Sea of Thieves coming up, uh, Halo, Gears, State Forza, of State of Decay, the four-player co-op. Not
4: rounds now, too.
0: Yes, PUBG, absolutely. So, uh, these all these first-party games going into Game Pass on day one helps ensure a nice, healthy player count. So you're you're going to have a higher chance. I mean, Halo Five had already gone into Game Pass, and that helped boost its its player base. So you know, it's it helps keep those games communities alive and thriving by including them mm-hmm. uh, in day one with mm-hmm. this, which I th- I think is very smart. Um, but <clears throat> it's it also Marty you and I were talking about this this is good for things like Ori and the Will of the Wisps
2: yep. oh yeah yeah i'm honestly like assuming i'm i honestly haven't messed with game pass enough to know what the uis UI like um, but, you know, if they do it right, then all of a sudden people who've never heard of Ori or maybe hadn't even heard of Cuphead are going to log into Game Pass and see suddenly front and center there's a Microsoft first party game that if they only play Halo and Gears, maybe they're like, oh, this looks really cool, especially if you just start playing a trailer. Because if you're watching the footage of something like Cuphead and Ori, like I don't yeah. know anyone who's going to watch that and not be like, oh, I can click this button to try it out. Well, let me do that. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's really cool. And I also think this is totally a way for – you know, like thinking back, we always hearken back to those uh, summer of arcade slash winter of arcade days. Thank you. Where Rip. you know you had these amazing uh, these amazing indie games that became some of our favorite games of the last generation, and that's maybe another thing where you know if they are able to debut day and date on this thing, you're able to get a giant install base on a Jonathan Blow project or a Team Meat project. Yeah,
4: I mean that's how Rocket League was successful. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. That's very exactly system. that's a perfect yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, another a concern that I saw that that's worth bringing up is uh f- what about game preservation? Yep. I mean that's that is Microsoft giveth and Microsoft can taketh away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
2: we see that uh we saw that recently Activision a lot of the licensed games have just been yes. delisted from stores and so stuff like Transformers and Ninja Turtles games. The good Transformers and, Yeah and the Simpson games like if you don't have them downloaded those are gone. Like yeah, they're ostensibly, but, like PT, where it's like, well, this is this is gone for now. Like this exists in the ether. Freaks me they, out. These yeah. don't only exist digitally though. So you
3: sure. can still buy the physical copy if that's a concern of yours. A lot of people still like physical media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think being in San Francisco, smaller spaces of living, like we prefer, I prefer digital because of
2: that. Because I don't have space yeah. to store more junk. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know, so, but I, I yeah. hate the idea physical that I could wake up one morning months, and a thing mm-hmm. is just gone that I can't, a yeah. uh, thing that I was holding off on or saying like, oh, I'll play this a little bit later is just gone. Um, and I think for... You know stuff like the video game, uh, the Preservation Society, of, and everything. Like, I think that is t- a total concern that we can wake up one day and a thing like no one can walk into my house and take a Super Nintendo cartridge, or you know, uh, or Xbox.
4: Well, Royals. a Galia dating could step on your PlayStation.
2: Yeah, but that was, that was that was partially on me. <laughs>
4: Don't <laughs> leave <laughs> She's an X- on the Don't floor. Yeah, yeah, um,
2: yeah. We'll have her on the show. <laughs> oh, I love that story. Um, so but uh, you know, no one can take my copy of Earth Brown or Chrono Trigger. Whereas, like, if suddenly I log on one day and and my copy of Seed Thieves is just gone because they're like, well, this game's not on here anymore. That kind of sucks.
4: That is a really good point. And I-, I think that that's something that hopefully we can combat. You know, like this is such a young industry and everything moves quite quickly and kind of not often in response to things. Like things are just like, let's do this to fix this problem and not really think about the long game. Hopefully things like the Preservation Society can figure out a way to maintain that, mm-hmm. like a work around this system.
3: Yeah, like a, a short-term solution is on Game Pass. Of course, you can just buy the game, but I, I think you're thinking at like a discount. Long-term. By the way, yeah, too. yeah at okay. a discount. Yeah, so it's like what happens in 20 years? You know? So like if they do remove it, you just you have it still. But yes, like you're saying, 20 years later, you would have had to yeah. buy the physical media, and Video Game Preservation Society would have mm-hmm. to
0: store it.
4: Yeah, that, that is yeah. kind of sad.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, in a largely positive and, story, and in a <laughs> you know, some people raise concern. Which I think I think this will go away uh, with time as, as you get used to it, just as it has with Netflix. The movie example we were talking about earlier, you know, there are people that are concerned about, well, I don't know if I like the idea of not actually owning my games. Like, yeah, I think you'll get over that one personally.
4: Oh, it's worked well for Steam. Everyone just, like, forgets mm-hmm. that they don't actually own their games on Steam, and as soon as you, you lose your account, you're gone. You don't have any of those games anymore, and it's mm-hmm. that's working just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think people get over that one.
3: Mm-hmm. It well, is weird. You remember when uh, the Xbox launched, they were talking about sort of this philosophy of, like, everybody can play all your games. and Yeah, the family sharing. Yeah, the family sharing, and it ended up being a negative for them at that time. Uh, Revisiting it now, I think people are just more ready for it. I liked a lot of the concepts that the original Xbox launched with. I think they were marketed very poorly by the person in charge Mm -hmm. of them. So
4: I think some of them went too soon. I honestly think they tried to push some some things that the industry wasn't up to yet, so it just them breaking
3: It, it all at once was too much. I think it made difficult situations for them to explain what the services were because they didn't have the lingo to do it yet or people just didn't understand yeah, and, and they also
4: it. just did a bad job of it but yeah, yeah it's both yeah
2: there's also the worry that like if the online infrastructure is down you can't play anything which True. is much less of a concern for me on xbox because i feel like it's much more stable than psn like last night psn was PSN down was and yesterday. zach was texting us saying hey i can't play literally any my video games <laughs> right now like that <laughs> yeah. sucks i'm like yeah those suck yeah, yeah. that was a um, concern
3: for me in 2001 mm-hmm. like today it's like that happens. So little, yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the
0: other yeah. key to this, which I think we're starting to see the, the results of in 2018 is, for Microsoft, you know, you, you guys pointed out that the the yearly subscription to Game Pass is the cost of two games. Great. But you do need enough of those big first-party releases on a fairly consistent basis in order to keep people from canceling Game Pass, in order to keep them Attach to their subscription and keep them interested. And and in the past, uh, I think really the bulk of this generation, Microsoft has uh, you know last year aside, which was just a very dry year for them as yeah. uh, sort far of release wise period. But uh, they've they've really backloaded most of their big games into the fourth quarter uh, from really August onward, with a few exceptions. So this year we've got Sea of Thieves in March, State of Decay is scheduled for the spring. So hopefully. This year back is going to later. be like, hopefully, we've seen the last of that. And uh, in order to help support Game Pass and this new strategy, we'll start to see their releases spread out more throughout well, the and year. Well, that's
2: the thing with the price being so low, like, if you plan on buying any two of State of Decay or Crackdown or uh, Steve Thieves or the Inevitable Forza, um, then you've done it. <laughs> like the idea that that could yeah. be like the name of the new force, the inevitable, yeah, the inevitable, inevitable force. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: so I studied marketing in university, and most of what I learned in that course was shady. But um, companies, from a business <laughs> perspective, and this is a shady one, is that they love subscription models because people forget about them and canceling. Yes, is the Jim. So gym model. Yeah. yeah uh, but it, it happened to me with New York Times. I wanted to unsubscribe, and I, they were like, they called me actually, and were like, hey, what if you didn't? I'm like, you make it difficult for me to unsubscribe. So it's like, <laughs> it gets they, annoying. were they threatening
2: you? Well, they were uh, like talking. Like, that'd be
4: cool. That's like, actually so, a psychological that's the thing fact. is that they think that people will forget about it. Like, you say, like maybe if that aunt releases, it won't necessarily matter to most people because they won't even realize they do it. It's
0: only 10 bucks a month. If you're not paying close attention to that credit card statement, maybe you don't even catch it. We don't care. Just do it. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to bring up on this topic is, again, trying to look towards the future a little bit. And the the tale of this generation has been told many times the this it's really pretty cast in stone like sony's in first place mm-hmm. unless nintendo passes them although i don't know what generation the switch is microsoft's in second place uh even though they're very very successful but i really feel like th- this this move with game pass is a look towards next generation i think they are playing between you know the the, the hardware the the focus on hardware the s and the x and how small and powerful and quiet they are uh really just literally erasing the old vcr (laughs) xbox from existence uh we've seen it on the hardware and i think this this is them playing for the next generation because there will come a point albert pinello was here and we talked about there will be a a next a, a proper new generation at some point that uh when we get to that point and you know, three hundred and sixty really kind of won last generation. PS four turned the tables this generation by for a number of reasons, and the bar so the the you know it kind the bar kind of resets up to an extent mm-hmm. heading into the next one. And when that happens, Microsoft has powerful hardware, and they've got backwards compatibility, and they've got a Game Pass service where all their new first party stuff and all the old stuff is in this ten dollars a month subscription fee. And that makes when that bar when that reset comes, Mm -hmm. it makes...
3: Microsoft look
0: awfully appealing heading into the next generation. Yeah, I think
3: I think 2018. Talking about release cadence in the last topic, 2018 is going to be okay. I think 2019 they're going to like nail nail just those exclusives that you need to have the Game Pass for, and like the business strategy of it works for them. And everybody, the common consensus is the X is fantastic, Mm -hmm. and like that's console that like you want to have if you're playing on Xbox right now. Like it's the most desirable platform to be owned.
2: I hope. Their 2019 has that cadence because I'm less worried about 2018 and more of, well, if everything we know or we think is going to come out in 2018 comes out, we don't know anything coming out in 2019. Literally. But we know here's Phil's- five. Yeah. Uh, Motorsport eight.
0: <laughs> uh yep. Well, I think that that's point I yeah. think Halo will be this year. Mm-hmm. Others disagree and think that that could be 2019.
4: I think that'll be next year. And like it's also, you know, the rumors with Perfect Dark and, and right. Fable. I actually I assume that based on all of the things that uh have been said Recently, about them actually focusing on the exclusives. I'm kind Mm -hmm. of in in the same camp as you that I think that we'll get a lot of announcements at E3 this year and releases Mm -hmm. 2019
3: to 2020. They just had that restructuring where Phil got promoted. They're really focusing on games right now. You you can't
4: make a game in six months. So it's like, no, no, you can't. They've been talking about this since I think like October was like two years. His first
3: quote was like two years ago. Yeah, focusing on first parties and development. Man,
4: that didn't two years ago. That's I don't know about maybe that. I'm exaggerating. The, the last, the <laughs> last say a time year. That I remember talking yeah. about it was uh, on this show was like late last year, where they were like, "Yeah, this is like our number one strategy right now." So in theory, like based on that amount of time, it should be.
0: I I gotta figure fables a twenty twenty game. Because yeah. they're, they're still hiring a bunch of like key positions at mm-hmm. that at that new team yeah. at Playground. Uh, if if the Perfect Dark rumor is true, I'm going to guess that's a 2020 game. I would
4: think so too. Also, sure to
0: know who's making it? Uh, so again, I'll, I'm going to. I still maintain that those Perfect Dark, if it's real, Fable uh, could be they could be next generation Xbox launch titles. Yeah, I, th- I think this
2: year's what about there.
3: A, this year is about announcements. Next year's about awesome releases for the Xbox. So it's just like the most appealing console to be owning. And then 2020, maybe they're just like, hey, we got the library now. Here's even more, you yeah. know, because the games that are in development, Perfect Dark Fable, they can release by that time.
2: The problem is finding the, the that sweet spot of when you announce compared to, to when the game's going to come out. Because I, I think that could cra- be so hard for Well, them. that's the thing is that Crackdown, Sea of Thieves, and State of Decay have been three of the games we've been talking about, I feel like literally for the longest two and a half years of anything in their. Um and so they don't want that to happen. But
4: they can't not announce them exactly. when they have all this pressure that's like they totally. don't have any exclusive. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's so, got to be a yeah, really hard. Yeah, I definitely position.
2: don't have the answer to that. Like I don't know what the sweet spot is. Like yeah. Sony Do You really do one job. of those Sony does an all right job, but you're wearing a, a Kojima shirt and we're not going to be playing that game for 14 <laughs> <Okay>. years. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's, it's also yeah, I mean, we only just got a release date for God of War and that's coming out in April. Like even that cadence is really odd and I don't think anyone's really master. I think Nintendo does a pretty good job and I think Bethesda nails it actually. Yeah. They like, "Hey, it's E3. This game's coming out the end of the year. Here it yeah, is. But, but yeah, but they
0: only put out they put out such a, a smaller quantity of games than a than a first party publisher yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, that's there. Some, some third parties pump out tons of little games, yeah. but that's not how Bethesda rolls. So. True. I think Sony's been pretty good, but I think we saw them struggle at
3: PSX this year because they're just like we don't have anything to talk about. Well, you know.
4: Well, that was because of Paris Games Week, though. So that, even right. that one it, was like a weird choice on their behalf.
3: I was yeah, just going to say just,
0: it was sparse. Yeah, they, they Sony. As they do so many conferences that I don't know how the hell they're. That was yeah. Uh, that one was because they chose
4: Paris Games Week instead. It's going to be interesting
0: like to see what they talk about at E3 this
3: year. Is what I'm saying because like yeah, we're going to see Spider-Man again. God of War is going to be out. So like, what's next? Last of Us two and Spider-Man. Besides, why well, Death Stranding and, and Ghost gone. of Tsushima yeah, and yeah, Detroit and all the stuff we see. Welcome seen to Beyond
2: our weekly PlayStation <laughs> podcast. Well, that's I'm the the that no one. No one yeah has nailed the cadence in my mind. Maybe Bethesda, yeah. but, yeah. You
4: know. Yeah, I feel like Bethesda's the only one that I can be like, hey, just continue doing, you know, E3 as mm-hmm. you do it, and I like it like that, but you're right. That like, we yeah. need we need to find out some things that are maybe two years away, but, mm-hmm. y- yeah, it, it, you yeah, do kind of lose steam when you talk about for too
3: long. The point I was trying to make is, I think we know what's coming from Sony. We're going to be really excited to see what's coming from Xbox, and I think that's mm-hmm. going to inspire a lot of conversations and excitement from the community. Yeah. That's all I was trying I to make. So. The
0: point yeah, I hope so. No make. doubt. Yeah. Uh, so, big stuff from Game Pass. Uh, that's...
1: Yeah how, yeah, how do you not? subscribe to Game Pass at this point from a a player's (laughs) perspective. This episode is brought to you by Gamefly, the best way to rent or buy your favorite games. It's gotten increasingly difficult to try games before you buy them, but Gamefly lets you take your pick from a library of over 9,000 titles, including the biggest new releases like Assassin's Creed Origins, Call of Duty, World War II, NBA 2K18, Madden 18, and many, many more. Gamefly will ship these games to you and you can keep them as long as you want. There are no late fees or due dates and shipping is always free. This breaks down to as little... Is $0.54 cents a day, which is a lot cheaper than dropping 60 bucks on a brand new game that you can't even stand playing. Plus, you don't even have to leave the house. Oh, and they even rent movies. Normally, a Gamefly trial only lets you check out one game at a time, but if you head to Gamefly.com slash locked, you can sign up for a free premium 30-day trial that lets you check out two games or movies at a time. Try it today at Gamefly.com slash locked. Uh, next this week, John Cena.
4: Oh, boy. One of the most popular... Uh, bah, 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 bah.
0: WWE superstars uh, out there has has uh, been one of the few that's been able to successfully translate to a film career uh, and he's attached to a a Duke Nukem film.
3: Did he get to the part in the script where he has the hold fecal matter? Because I hope so. I hope he knows that Duke Nukem did that
0: in the game. <laughs> this shit won't fly. <laughs> yeah. Oh so. man. Have you uh, seen my Rotten Tomatoes score?
4: <laughs> I think he's he's a, he's a good actor and he's funny, and I think that he'll do yeah. a good job of this role. He doesn't take himself too seriously, but it's totally. also like of all of the video game movies that I want to be good, I hope Duke Nukem isn't the first one. Like that's the one that's like, yeah, this is what a good video <laughs> game movie is like, and then the like the mainstream media are like, this is what a video game movie is, so, <laughs> and true. then we're just like screwed forever. Well, yeah. we do have we
0: do have Tomb Raider in like two months, right? Which looks. Uh, not looks only good. I think pretty good, yeah. but it looks extremely faithful to the story of the 2013 game, <laughs> right. the reboot. But, yeah, the only hopefully I- without all the supernatural crap. Yeah, yeah, that's I just my own
4: stuff. Yeah.
3: The only yeah. way I see this working is we got to forget who the old Duke Nukem was. He needs a refresh. Don't forget me, Destiny. Like, no, like the, <laughs> well, the chauvinistic douchebag. All well, the figures. Like, there's you parts telling? about that character that can be translated sure. to a modern character and still yeah. work. I mean,
2: Duke but Duke Duke they need to get rid of the old Duke Nukem. Yeah. worked 23 years ago because he was a commentary of action movies of the 80s. Yeah. And, like, if you do that <laughs> now, everyone's going to go to the movie theater and be like, did you sustain action? A head injury? Like, why are you doing yeah. this? Like, yeah. have you forgotten about what's happened over the last two decades? So sure if you modernize have.
4: it? I imagine yeah. they have to, right? I yeah. have
2: amnesia. <laughs> what? I do kind of like it? the idea of vet Duke nukem. <laughs> does go into a coma and then wakes up in 2018 <laughs> and is like being just a chauvinistic prick and everyone's like dude that's not cool oh, right? that's <laughs> funny. that yeah, would be like, really good there's actual me. Nazis outside
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's really good those uh, Nazi <laughs> bastards are gonna pay for shooting up my campus what's, <laughs> what's, what's college a funny here. cop yeah.
3: movie where they have to pretend to be high schoolers and everyone's like you're adult 21 Jump 21, like yeah. 21 Jump Street would be an interesting angle to kind of take <laughs> with uh, a Duke Nukem like character like Marty said like
2: no that's oh not okay God, to be a that Duke Nukem like has Infiltrate a super liberal college? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ryan, did you promise? Did. Oh my god! He oh, goes to Berkeley. Oh, Are means- you chained to a tree? <laughs> I think there's a way Are you to make this you in the, the Antifa? Antifa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm not for this. Uh, <laughs> you now, guys now. told me Never on mind. it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't there's, think
0: everything is good on both sides.
4: Uh, man. I, I, I think John Cena is great costing yeah. for this.
0: He's. T- you know what's, what's weird though? It's like. He's he, he he seems like such an actually genuinely good person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That it's like it's gonna take some acting for me to get to believe that he's 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 like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you
4: seen him in uh? Is it, what's it? Train wreck? The Amy Schumer movie? Yes, he was great. He's just excellent. He was great. great. Yeah. Just was great. Just, like, completely makes fun of himself and is kind of a dick. <laughs> well I guess he's not that much he's just weird she's a dick in that situation but I digress uh, I, that gave me like faith that he could totally own this and I think that he could be like a lovable I mean I think totally job.
2: this thing is going to live and die in it's a script like if it has oh, a smart yeah. self-aware yeah. script yeah. Yeah. like it'll yeah. knock it out of the park if they Clums I mean, the the name that scares me here. Produced by Michael Bay. That scares. Me. <laughs> no,
4: I think that's that makes it even funnier though, because it's like, oh, who else I would mean, you pick to do that? Produced said, by Michael, Michael Bay, Bay, written he by said, Seth Rogen.
2: Uh, Michael Bay also did Pain and Gain, which was it was starring the <laughs> was The Rock and someone else, or The Rock and Mark Wahlberg, I think, and it was totally a sort of Duke Nukem esque, two meathead lampooning action movies, and it was actually really smart.
4: Well, again, he's so, he's just produced it right. He's no yeah, just producer, so yeah. It, yeah. I feel like this will be this will be fine.
2: Yeah. But uh, again,
4: you know, not great for people taking it I like how everyone's always like,
2: Where, we love a Halo movie or a Shadow of the Colossus movie. Like, here's oh, a Duke no Nukem movie. Yes, like,
4: that's, that was my first <laughs> why reaction. Was like, why, who asked for this one? Yeah. Well, All the other things we want.
0: I think I have the answer to that. Oh. <laughs> it's probably Randy Pitchford. Because uh, he owns <laughs> yeah. Duke Nukem and oh. Gearbox owns Duke Nukem. And that brings the question to tie this back into video games rather than just a, a thing based on video games is... Duke Nukem Forever was released in 2011. That is the last original Duke Nukem game, other than some re- uh, just some re-releases that have come since. So the question is, if Gearbox and Randy Pitchford own this thing, and they're trying to get a film off the ground, that can't be a coincidence. I mean, they're... I would have to think there's got to be a game in the works. I mean, Randy's teased it. He is talk- I asked him about it on Unfiltered and he, you know, very much left the door open, but that team so far as we know is busy with Borderlands. So what I want to ask you guys is do you think is uh I guess there's a couple different ways it could go, but Ultimately, is if this film happens, and it may not. I mean, that's that's, there's nothing. There's no director. There have been a million video game movies announced that never came out. But if this happens, is this Randy Pitchford's master plan to reignite the IP and then have a a new game in the in the uh, in development to then? release yes. to a to a you know a world that's much more willing to go play it and pay attention thousand to it. percent yes. yes
2: there is no okay. video game movie that's ever been made, made on a dormant ip like you look at the rocks doom that was shortly after doom 3 you yeah. look at uh assassin's creed warcraft tomb raider like Witcher is being made like none of these things exist in a vacuum like these are totally like um, making <clears throat> rampage I stand corrected. <laughs> that's <a good> point. <laughs> which looks
0: All horrible, right. by the way. All right, it looks well, so uh, bad.
4: Stand correct. Witcher is technically on hold right now, but
2: yeah, what but it's not like because it got asked to leave seven years ago. <laughs> it's not because someone walked yeah. it out. And in I guarantee you, The Witcher Four is in development. <clears throat> in well, pre, they, Do you? They've said pre- that pre-pro. that's
4: not happening. So there you go. Boom.
2: They are lying because money.
4: Well, I would bet. They said they, they might make a new Witcher game. It's definitely not going to be Witcher well, I, well, whatever. Whatever. the Witcher 4. I think
2: Cyberpunk isn't even close. Hey, Yo, oh, baby, yeah, I it's going to be the big E3 3 reveal. They, I predicted the big E3 reveal, and then all of a sudden the Twitter became non-dormant again.
4: But Cyberpunk? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, and not the Witcher for Cyberpunk.
2: Yes, he says Cyberpunk's not close. I think Cyberpunk's a lot closer than we think.
4: Oh. And
2: I think they have a second team, absolutely. Yeah. Pre pro on Witcher 4, also. and I think it's going to be called Witcher 4. They <laughs> said it's not. It's not. I Which it's not are? They about. lie. They're I Polish. We lie. <laughs> we lie all the time. I lie to you all the time. That's true. On a daily you basis. You lie to me like, quite a lot.
4: Yeah. No, it's a good point. All right. Yeah, you're fine. Okay.
1: All right.
3: Uh, uh, I don't think it'll be a game. I think the game would be contingent on uh, the movie doing well. Like, I don't even think they'd ramp something up. They might have ideas, but I, I don't know. I just. Why would he. Co-develop a game, and then the movie bombs. Then the, and the game bombs. Oh, he doesn't have to a develop
2: a game. Plays. I mean, they publish games, though. You could have just any studio do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, like, you know, either I guess it's
0: one of two choices: either Gearbox proper jumps on it uh after Borderlands is done. Which Borderlands Three, I've, friendly reminder, not officially announced yet. It's so, <laughs> um, yeah, I know, right? And then so there's either that option, which would probably mean that let's say, let's just say, there's no script, there's no director, but let's say this film gets made that probably means it's a 20 late 2019 maybe a 2020 film mm-hmm. still not enough like the, the game would still come way later uh if yeah. you if you're not even starting it till after borderlands 3 or since gearbox is a publisher now they go find someone to yeah. make it for them mm-hmm. yeah um Fulbright. let steve Gainer make it oh, i just yeah. i just can't imagine a game. world where <laughs> duke nukem's being developed <laughs> Or we
2: see a trailer. What's for in a new my head? <laughs> like, well, I mean, he a sexual just, awakening. <laughs> wasn't, he,
4: he, wasn't he only just put into, what was it? Was he put into Bulletstorm? Yeah,
2: in he bullet was put into Bulletstorm Really recently, badly, I might add. Oh, really? Did not, I didn't try well, it. Was, well, and they released the Duke 20th anniversary. Is that what it was? The re release. Yeah, yeah, that's what
4: Yeah. It. yeah. yeah. So this,
2: this just seems like an early
0: pitch and it got picked up by The Hollywood Reporter, so we're talking about
4: I mean, it's yeah. got
3: yeah.
0: someone cost. But, it, it's, uh... but it's fair to wonder, like, how the hell does this tie into a game? And it's yeah. like, either the game's going to come a fair bit later, or somebody else is going to step in. Uh, Where's that on a movie? <laughs> I will say, though, on the topic of Bulletstorm... <laughs> actually, I don't remember... Does Epic
2: still love them? But People Can Fly, if they're independent? Well, so the thing Would about be... People Can Fly is... Who? Uh, I believe they're independent, but right, like most of the creative leads of Gears Awards of Judgment went to the astronauts who made the Vanishing Ethan Carter. I'm talking Bulletstorm, son. Yeah. yeah. They're where people can fly. I know. And but, most but of, of those fly. Not even but, Judgment. Oh, yeah, but most of those leads are now at the Astronaut yeah. who made oh, okay. uh, Vanishing Ethan Carter and now working on that game that they showed at. Oh, yeah, the half um, shooter half what's it the, called? It's one that started uh, off with like a walking simulator and yeah, ended was with like a like yeah. demon killer. And
4: the guy who made Bulletstorm as well. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? That looked cool as hell, whatever that game was. Um, but It's called Cool as Hell. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. From people can Ha. <laughs> well, not astronauts.
0: <laughs> oh, they are still owned by Epic. Yeah. Um,
4: oh, I thought they were not.
0: Nope, never mind. 2015, it was announced they
2: had once again become a pe- Indo- independent. They did it. Yeah. Also Polish. Fun fact.
4: So don't trust anything. <laughs> they don't they trust say. them <laughs>
2: either. Yeah, don't trust <laughs> any of these people. So uh, watch this space for all things Duke Nukem, and we'll see what happens. Do you think, what if they get... I was about to say, what if they get John St. John to, to voice John Cena in this movie? That would be that's a John, John St. John Cena. John Sumption. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I like John Saint, writer's idea. John St. John, Saint John, Saint John Cena. Cena. That's better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would make John St. John really happy, actually.
4: Probably, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, next, this was this was a fun thing that happened at IGN this week. Uh, <laughs> we so we, we all huddled up, Alana, Marty, myself, and said uh when all the fable stuff with Playground broke last week, we're like, let's totally do a staff, like what do we want to see from this? Fable four, reboot, whatever. Let's just do a little roundup feature, ask everybody what they think about it. And then I said uh out loud. It'd be really funny to ask to get Peter Molyneux just in the middle of it and not tell anyone. <laughs> so so I emailed him and he was totally he not only was not insulted that i emailed him he was super excited and wrote back instantly with like three paragraphs that are not only they sound great they're yeah. they're awesome oh, yeah. like
2: they sh- playground should uh, take a quick look at that mm-hmm. <laughs> just for reference if they're if they're curious, Mark. I just did like how it was like there was like an intro and then it was Ryan McCaffrey, executive yep. editor, Alana Pierce. Yep. Uh, well yeah, you
4: were like, Hey Alana, do you want to be uh, before or after Peter <laughs> Molyneux? And I was like, Oh, before.
2: Yeah, <laughs> wanna... put mine yeah. before him. Peter Molyneux, uh creator of Fable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did he uh, uh what did he say, Marty? <clears throat> All sorts of stuff. Right.
3: I just imagine that video it's like my take's like I hope they have farts and then it's Peter Molyneux. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know?
2: laughs> <Like, laughs>
3: yeah. I'm going
4: to be someone at God. <laughs>
2: Uh, he said he wants a fable story hinted at a dramatic time before Fable One, when the guild was founded. This would be a perfect setting for Fable Four. And the land of Albion would be much more primitive. Uh, the magic much more attuned to nature. The combat would be much more brutal. The story would be following the founding members of the Heroes Guild and why it was set up. I would love yes, to see more go on brutal, visceral, and fluid combat systems yes. that left permanent scars. Weapons like short swords, long swords, daggers. I want to know how I got these scars. Pose. Crossbows and maybe like pool cues cracked in half. That probably wouldn't be real. Uh, all having their own combat feel and specialties. Skill tryouts. Oh, oh, never mind. Uh, the magic system should be revamped with the ability to craft your own unique. Uh, we're system. looking at
0: a good fable like game Divinity. on the video, you guys.
2: Yeah. Uh, having a familiar of your choice: bird, cat, dog, goldfish, which assists you with magic and bonds with yes. you. I like the idea of different animals. The goldfish seems useless. Personally, have you?
0: You haven't met a, clearly. You haven't met magic goldfish before. It, it would no. be mad. Just I had carry a, around the fish I had bowl. a beta
2: fish at one point yeah what how long are you gonna make a beta (laughs) (laughs) uh he continued a whole new creature bestiary of opponents to fight with hordes of small creatures to god-sized giants and of course dragons in parentheses right yes (laughs) Uh, allowing a player to morph their own alignment based on their actions so you'd become a thief if you sneak and and steal or a knight if you adhere to a code of honor etc Which I like. I think that's really cool. I love the idea that you don't have to choose a class. It's the the class chooses you. Uh, Having your own loyal horse, which you can train and bond to. Having your own home, which you can build from scratch, up to an abode to fit your hero. Marriage, yes. Co-op, yes. Towns, cities, and villages, yes. Commerce, yes. Open world, yes. First person option, yes. (gasps) That one was weird. (laughs) That one (laughs) made me uncomfortable. Crowbarred in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I could go on forever about my beloved world of Fable. I I I, I always really liked the
4: homeowning stuff. That was actually a lot of fun in the economy Mm -hmm. with that, how you like rent out places. (laughs) You basically just like really own the entire thing. I like the
2: idea that you just become like
3: a crooked landowner. Well kinda. yeah. Yeah. It, I was just so excited after reading this because uh, you can hear the, the passion like in the words that he's chosen yeah. to describe this game that he loves. It, also, it I loves can imagine it. being yeah.
2: on his team at the start of a project, him saying he wants all these things, and every designer being like, oh, God, we're not able to do any <laughs> of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we can put a dragon in, I think. <laughs> yeah, Dragon. Writable. Oh, no, we can't do that. That's too much.
3: But um, Playground Games, like, did you finish the
2: box model? Yeah. This all sounds... <laughs> This all sounds awesome. Like this, totally does sound like stuff that should be in a 2020 fable game. He yeah.
0: he also has clearly thought about this prior to me emailing him, yeah. which is yeah. great. I love that about him. Mm-hmm. I know you know a lot of people uh, give him flack. Some of it may be justified for the things he's said over the in the past. But I ambitious. just I'm sorry. I will I am a Peter Molyneux defender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not apologist, but defender. <laughs> I just I appreciate his, his passion and enthusiasm for games and for the industry and for the you know. I would rather a developer like him dream big and fall miss, short. and yeah. fall short than then settle for mediocrity. Freaking Activision yeah. it every single time and just like what's going to sell the most, just do that bare minimum. Go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. So. Yeah. That's yeah. This me. is
4: this is cool and also makes me more excited. Like I love the idea of it about of it being about how the guild started. Mm-hmm. Fable One already has those established heroes as well. Like we have Jack of Blades established then already, and there's all the the heroes that you're trying to find. Uh, I don't remember the. The Rose Lady, who was one of the older heroes who'd been in the arena. Like, they have, you know, the whole of heroes there with all those statues and everything. It would be really cool to see, like, what those people were all about and how Mm -hmm. they came about. And yeah. Yeah, it was funny,
2: too, reading through all this and then reading, and and, because I built the article, like, everyone had an idea that he had already been, like, yeah, I thought of this, too. And I was like, (laughs) oh, damn it. Like, I was totally like, I want to be pre Albion, like a more primitive thing with God sized monsters. And then I saw his, I was like, damn it. Same thing.
4: (laughs) You're just like maybe we should just uh, freelance get him as a freelance writer for our features. Just sure. just be like, hey, what Why do you not? want this game to be? Let's, I, I, let's oh go. my
2: god, a weekly column? <laughs> hey, Peter, what should this be?
4: <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's good. Oh. Let's do that
0: called peter molyneux designs yeah and then Very so nice. it's this week he designs cuphead
2: two what's minecraft two right.
0: yeah
4: <laughs>
2: minecraft two <laughs> the dark souls four yeah. and he's just
4: thought about all of them you just like hey you just email him and immediately he's like well let me tell you about minecraft you like, just copy paste that you times. had that written
2: somewhere <laughs> Ooh, what's happening with this video game <laughs> oh, that's that fable game so one. Much. Ooh,
3: oh
0: no oh, i, no, I recaptured so this good. the other day on the video
3: why'd we version. use this one the video that's version we're looking the beach where
2: that
0: lady
4: we're sorry everybody a ghost.
0: All right. Audio listeners are like, please move on. <laughs> oh, All right. So finally, uh, Destin, you yeah. continue to play a lot of PUBG. Yeah. It's gotten, we have to point out that, it, uh, make sure we're taking note that it has received continued, multiple, frequent patches. That's it's correct. getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only is the game on Xbox getting better and better... X, on the X. On the X, specifically. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, it's good to see PUBG's doing some some charity
3: work through yeah. the game here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're giving away money to some people. Uh, they plan to <laughs> donate up to $2 million to video game-related charities this year, the studio announced today. The $2 million will be pulled from the sales of PUBG's 2017 Gamescom Invitational Crates, which contained exclusive cosmetic items. That's a loot box I'm willing to buy. <laughs> the news follows PUBG Corp's $100,000 donation to the Twitch PUBG Winter Charity Invitational held in December 2017. In 2018, $300,000 will go toward the PUBG Extra Life Charity Marathon, which will be held from January 29th through February 2nd in support of Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. It's a great, that's a great, yeah. it's great. thing yeah. to do.
4: Oh, well, this is good.
0: Yeah, good for them. I mean, it's you know the, the, they've become such a stratospheric global phenomenon uh, success is is even too gentle of a word and it's, it's great to see them give back and set a uh, a positive example for for other games and other other developers and publishers, what did you mean landing at Pachinki? If you're watching, I saw that. I was like, I oh, land Pachinkie. on this house every time.
3: You're quite ballsy. <laughs> you always go to Pachinki.
0: That house every single time. <laughs> wow. Hey, the house didn't. Hey, lie. So if everyone That
3: did find that rubber, That house. A <laughs> little bit of rubber banding. This was captured uh, one patch ago, so it's uh, much more stabilized. Yeah, I had some rubber banding issues as you're seeing now, but uh, yeah, it is. It is running a little bit better. Still, i ready to update the review. We're waiting for that standard Xbox stabilization to kick in. Yeah, yeah, no Uh, doubt. And fix the cars. (laughs) The cars are ridiculous. Uh,
4: Aren't they working on that, though?
3: Yeah, well, they adjusted it, but still... Still too much. Top 10 is like five people in cars, at least, running over the the other people.
4: The first first chicken dinner that I ever got was that I accidentally ran over the other guy. I didn't know where they were.
0: (laughs) You're evil. And I accidentally
4: ran over them and was like... Oh, I won! You're like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Speed bump. It was like completely yeah. <laughs> unintentional. It was great.
0: Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I hate the cars. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, this week, we Happy Few, which is a game that we've been looking forward to for quite some time. Uh, it really, it had been around, and then it, it really, its profile elevated at uh, was it 2016? Right. Yeah. 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 Where they they shut off a a narrative driven campaign mode on top of the other sort of a uh, roguelike sandbox sandbox type mode and that campaign looked really solid uh the game was since picked up by Gearbox to publish we were talking about that just a few minutes ago with Duke actually but it has it had a an april uh release window on it that has been pushed back
2: to the summer i don't know what's
0: going on with this game
2: like oh, i'm i'm <clears throat> like they the video they released with it i thought was really great it was super yeah. open and honest and the thing they're working on is uh the the story campaign in this game, which is the thing I'm interested in, are three smaller campaigns that follow three different characters. Oh, cool. I like that. And they said one of them, straight up, they were like, it's a really good campaign. We hated the first hour of it. And so they said, we could release this game, but we'd release one of the campaigns with a really boring first hour that pays off at the end. And so we wanted to redesign the opening of this campaign. Mm. Good for them. And they're just like straight up being up front. And they're like, hey, we're really we're super confident with two of these campaigns and with one of them, we felt like it was lacking behind. And so we want to revamp the opening of this, which to me, A, I love the idea of Three smaller campaigns. Yes, that's all I Classic ever body. want. Mm-hmm. Classic vignettes. Um, and this like the story is what I'm interested in. So yeah, I don't know. I have enough games in in April. Clearly now,
4: it's and- weird because people have been able to play this for almost two years in uh, yeah. early access. We actually have a let's yeah. play that's up on the channel, which is longest like longest time ago. Yeah, I it know. It feels crazy. like it's out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the, even without the narrative stuff, this game is a lot of fun. I loved what I played of it. I really like the world. I really like yes. all the voice acting and all the weird characters that you come across. I think it has a lot of character. But uh, I imagine that it was originally it was procedurally generated as well yes and that was a thing that you know that's difficult to pull off but i imagine they were like okay this is cool people aren't loving it that much we got in on the narrative and that's kind of why the development is taken quite a while
0: also who could possibly be mad you know because gamers get, you know, and justifiably a lot of times get, get frustrated at delays they're looking forward to these games but with an explanation with a, with this open and honest of a of, a, of an explanation as they yep. gave how could you possibly be mad yeah, yeah. no Ship me the one with the crappy first hour. Yeah, yeah. give it to me.
2: Yeah, that's nobody's going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what I mean. And I don't know as we're seeing the first half of 2018 is becoming more and more fleshed out with you know Far Cry and Sea of Thieves and uh, now with God of War and presumably maybe Red Dead Nintendo Labo. Nintendo Labo.
4: Labo. Don't know how that's pronounced. Yeah. Yeah.
2: 420 baby. Microsoft (laughs) needs their 420. (laughs) What they can put there. Say okay. 420. There (laughs) you go. yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. There it is. That'd be terrible. Don't do that. No, no one else, put, no, no one on else put a game on fire. <laughs> we got don't enough. Yeah. yeah, we got enough. <laughs>
4: Unless it's marijuana related, then it's fine.
2: Marijuana <laughs> <laughs> the game. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Speaking of games, are gold this month.
0: I was trying to think of a state of decay marijuana joke. wasn't half. It's like state of blaze Oh, uh, doesn't, I, quite, I, doesn't quite. Doesn't quite
4: work. I have seen some good puns about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know what they are though.
0: <sighs> anyway, down. Uh, that wraps it up for the news this week. I go over to Alana Pierce. Hey, what's up? What can we spend our money on? What's out this week in the world of Xbox? Game
4: releases. See attached sheet. The attached sheet <laughs> says. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, way. the hidden ones. Uh, is January 23rd. This is the uh, first DLC which is set mm-hmm. after Origins, and it takes like more of a look at Bayek. Uh, yeah. Uh, nice. Occupying Force out, of yes. Romans, yeah. and, and his fledgling Assassin's Brotherhood continues to grow. Um... I'm pretty excited about that one. It's a disaster, though, because no one in the office has a high-level save file, so we're figuring out how to cover I had to talk to a
3: freelance to do our capture for us because... It's just a weird.
4: Way well, to well do we it played it event.
0: on. We played it on a and, pre-release. Yeah, so so three, of and <laughs> three of us.
4: Three of us finished the yeah. game with high-level characters. I yeah. think I got to level thirty-five, and yeah. then I can't have that save file ever again. So it's like, hey, Alana, do you want to start it from the start again? No, I do not. <laughs> no. oh, it's infuriating. But we'll figure it out. Uh, okay, Ko, let's play Heroes, January twenty-third. That's Cappy. That is mm-hmm. Cappybara. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ring on below
0: <laughs> bring on below
4: Celeste uh, is January 22nd the review of that one is going on
0: tomorrow morning pause for a second I uh, know a few of us have played Celeste yeah. that is the game where no one knows what it is mm-hmm. I did not until Tom Marks who's reviewing it for us came in and was like you guys have to play this <laughs> like what it, what are you talking about yeah uh so that's out on Friday mm-hmm. for Xbox and everything else but from
2: way. the uh, developer of Powerfall. Yeah. Yeah. Towerfall
0: as is as soon as Tom, Tom said that and, I was like, "Alright, uh, felt." Our review hits I mean it should be up by the time you hear this, but I can't tell you what it's getting, but that is the first sort of out of nowhere unbelievable mm-hmm. game of of the year for yeah, sure. I know right. that's like kind of backhanded because it's only January 20 whatever, but Stop and pay attention to Celeste, man. I mean, that
4: kind of happened. Like it's happened to us before. Like the Witness was like a really early like, oh, yeah. Undertale. I mean, the with those kind of though, Undertale
2: like with stuff like the Witness, like we were all looking forward to it because yes. like we were all yeah. like, oh man, the second game from the dude who made Braid. And same thing with Inside. We're all like, oh yes. god, the yeah, Limbo right. follow up. Or is this like I didn't know this existed until a couple of weeks ago. And also out when I was like, what the Towerfall follow up would be like? Oh, it's probably gonna be like a four player. Like nope, this is a single player. Uh, tough-as-nails puzzle platformer that also has an incredibly emotional story attached yeah, to it. Yeah,
4: it's about uh, a character called Madeline surviving her inner demons on her journey to the top of Celeste Mountain.
3: If you guys want to check it out, also we did a stream a few days ago. You can check out the archives. Yes. Uh, yep. It was with Tom and, and Chloe, Chloe, I believe. Yep. Yep. So you guys can see what their thoughts were, and they're really good at the game. So. And it's... uh,
0: it's I mean, it's it's... The thing I think that'll get our listeners' attention is it's most similar from a gameplay perspective to Super Meat Boy. Yes. Where it's just... Mm-hmm. It's hard, but uh, but like in- respawn instantly. Keep trying,
2: yeah. keep going, super keep smart, figuring super it out. Super simple mechanics, yes. but, like just incredible level and in puzzle design. Yes, yeah, very nice. big and good. That's
4: uh, good. I've also got Dragon Ball Fighters, which is Xbox One X enhanced, mm-hmm. and Monster Hunter World, which is also Xbox One X enhanced. Yeah. Yeah,
2: um, that's a multifiers. huge release. Mitchell reviewed it. I think even an eight point five. And those are both on Fridays. So you like that? Um, two, two big and then, releases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then by the time, most likely by the time you hear this, our Monster Hunter World review will Monster also be. That's uh, Thursday, Thursday morning. morning. Yeah. 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 So just banger year or banger month for games. I'll say. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, those
0: no. those three games: uh, Celeste, Dragon Ball, and uh, and Monster Hunter. Those are just like very three, good games. Three incredible games that are like yeah, must C- plays. See a thieves in there too. The yeah, beta. beta. Yeah, the beta running this weekend. Absolutely.
4: Um, And then Marketplace, January Games with Gold, we have The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing III from January 1 to 31 on Xbox One. Zombie, January 16 to February 15 on Xbox One. Tomb Raider Underworld, January... That's over. That's over. (laughs) And Army of Two, January 16 to 31 on Xbox One and Xbox
0: 360. All right. Let's do trivia real quick. And uh, we've got... A nice, easy three-way tie to start the year. All three of you with a point. I'm worried about this one.
4: (laughs) Yeah, we both know this one. Yeah,
0: We've got the in-touch, the the pop-culturally in-touch people on this side of the panel. And on this side of the panel, the olds who don't pay attention. If it was about your Factory,
3: I would probably know the question. (laughs) Well, here we go. Uh, (laughs) uh,
0: Our our Twitter user and fan, uh, at uh, MacPeople.com. Which is exactly M-A-C-P-P-O-L. Oh, I Mac said, people. I thought he said P-Hole. People. Oh, Mac people. Yeah, like people mm. who like Macintosh. should. Yeah, we yeah. should probably move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <he> asked, <laughs> 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 In Kendrick Lamar's song oh Duckworth, which is, uh, of course, the final track on the number one album of 2017, Damn, what title of an Xbox-exclusive game can be heard? It's, now, it's not necessarily a reference. In fact, it is not. A reference to the game, but it is the the words that happen to be uh, the game here. I don't Did sing he along st- to a lot of Kendrick Lamar well, songs. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> number one album that. of 2017. It yes. was T Swift. I'd know was it. it. Actually, it was. I mean, no, at least I, it was. This I know, is my favorite song on the it album. It was Rolling Stones number one. Maybe that was just a critic and mm. not sales, but I mean, I'm sure yeah. the sales are way through the roof yes. too. Anyway, uh, but it, there's no excuse, Destin, for you and I not knowing this. Thankfully, I'm not part of this trivia game, <laughs> if but it I helps,
4: will. Ad- uh, the first line in the song that Kendrick says is "Oh Lamar."
3: Can, can you sing part of the song for me? Like maybe can Can it's, you give me a hint? Uh, maybe I'll the, remember the, the song. very
4: start of the song. Is it was always me versus the world until I found out it's me versus me?
3: Is that is that the tune? All right,
0: <laughs> no, uh, I, that's I, we're gonna, just me. We're saying. gonna move on. Oh, uh, Lamar. So what what? Words that are an Xbox game (laughs) title can be heard. (laughs) Dead Rising, Gears of War, Crackdown, or State of Decay. None of those are custom SEO. It's not like he's
2: saying Ori and the Blind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, me and my Wii U. Anything like that. So, Destin, since uh, we've got some confident people over here, I'm going to go to you first. I have no No. idea.
3: Totally a shot in the dark. I'll say... it's. I think State of Decay or Crackdown. I'll go with Crackdown. Okay. I want to give go you
4: a, give you a a tip. Kendrick's smarter than you probably would think that he is. Crackdown's the easiest one. He's he's pretty poetic.
3: Are you saying I shouldn't pick that? Are you trying to screw me up? Who knows?
0: <laughs> wow, there's mind games going on. Wow, now, and it's only January. Incredible. Yeah, we can't drag this out. Too I mean, I I guessed already. So okay. all right, he's going yeah. with Crackdown. Mm-hmm. Gears of War. Gears War. It is Gears of War. Yeah.
1: Okay. I had no clue. Like, I that's had no right. chance I We're not
4: I, that's you. That's how I yeah. felt about the yeah. Dirty Rock one. It was like, fun enough. I
3: didn't Gears of War is more poetic than stated it came. Well, no, you have guessed
4: Crackdown. was games. like, Crackdown's easy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Whereas, yeah. He would probably would have thought different. of his word choice better or yeah. more. So, yeah. You can listen to Damn on Spotify. Yes, guess was, I'll listen to the song. Like good song. Which is like Xbox Game Pass, but for music. See that? It was... What are you, marketing? What is this? Thank you. You Make sure you
4: download Spotify.
3: (laughs) I seriously thought maybe Crackdown is in the middle of the sentence. So this person
2: came up with this trivia. I understand the logic,
4: yeah. Yeah. Well, like,
2: all all of those, like, the the phrase State of Decay and Gears of War and and Crackdown and Dead Rising were phrases before these video games. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike Cuphead, which ain't a real thing. They created that. You shut your mouth, (laughs) okay? I don't trust uh, Lana
0: anymore because I've changed my answer before and I've failed. <laughs> she, it turns you. out, yeah, she was trying to help you. She was. A, you, and you you went with the reverse psychology angle. Now, next time, you'll she'll you'll think she's helping you, but she'll be completely spinning you in the wrong direction. Yeah. That's, that's how the game goes. Yeah. Uh, if you want to participate, send us an Xbox trivia question. Include four multiple choice answers and note the correct one in your email. And send it to me, please, at unlocked at ign.com do a metal song next time <laughs> alana what are you up to on ign where can we follow you and what you're up to etc
4: i have a chest infection
0: oh uh, great. Uh, great
4: i was out for the i studios.
0: don't want to follow that
4: yeah it's not it's not contagious have i have
0: it. asthma so i'll <clears throat> as i know you do. oh yeah totally. so yeah that'll knock me out for a while if Yeah, I it's nothing that. great,
4: but yeah i mean i saw it this morning
2: pretty Fast
4: so it's, I don't know, ask me tomorrow. I've got some features that I have planned that I just need to figure it out, really. <laughs> right now, I'm on drugs.
2: Kotaku already wrote one of them, though.
4: Yeah, I really wanted to write that. Can
0: we uh, send you well wishes on Twitter or some other form of
2: social media?
4: Sure. I'm at Charlanazade. It's just my name in the middle of Charazad.
2: We got it. Nailed it. Two G's it. and two T's. That's not how that word works. You took you took that whole. thing. Neither of those that, are in that. Uh, you can follow me at Nick Biggity, uh, and I'm working. This isn't an Xbox thing, but I'm working on the Shadow of the Colossus remastered review, uh, which will be up uh, Tuesday morning.
0: I really want to play that. I uh, was a, uh, I just never played it. Played the original on this on, is the wait, you best never played way. G- no, the I uh, I got my PS2 a bit later in the cycle. I bought it for GTA 3 mm-hmm. and then just never played. Yeah. Just didn't play it. So uh, I've heard the legend. I've heard you know it's this brilliant thing that's wrapped in this horrible controls and Mm -hmm. crappy frame rate and all this stuff. So if this turns out to be to fix those things and just have the great classic game underneath, the embargo for the first half of the game
2: is up. And I can say the first half of the game is the best way you could possibly play this game. Excellent. That's the one I'm going to do. As in the first, it's the best way to play the game. Wouldn't that
0: imply, is that a PS4 Pro thing? Yeah. I don't have a Pro. Oh, okay. Just play it. It looks (laughs) (laughs) good. Yeah. I'll play it on a regular PS4. Yeah. Yeah, Excellent. Destin.
3: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to try and do more of this series called How Scary Is this year. I have a few that I have. How, How scary, scary Is 2018? It's not going to be scary <laughs> in 2017. I'll tell you that. The series is called How Scary Is. Uh, I'm wrapping up filming on one right now. Lana's going to be in it. And uh, Marty's it. in it already. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm working on that. And, of course, you know, you can follow me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash the Destin channel. YouTube.com.
2: We should do How Scary channel. Sees the Thieves. There's Twitter, uh, skeletons in again.
4: Well, Ooh. I actually do hope that we can stream it sometime this week. Um, Which one? Do we ha- sea of Thieves?
2: We're streaming it now.
4: Like, I mean, but uh, are we doing it all week, or is there a way that we can do it on the Unlock channel? We have a
2: room. We have a room. Right. We can just w- enter.
3: We'll
4: stream. have so to talk about, about
0: it, because there's a bunch of production needs. Oh, Figure it out. Gotcha. It. Yeah. Hoping
4: we can do that at some point.
0: Yeah. yeah. Be good. If not, I'm sure we'll have an open beta coming up with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Unfiltered's not yet, so... I don't know. Whatever. think
4: like we're all just really stumped this week. Like, well, it's, it's a lot going you know, on. It's, but it's, I have not mention it. It's all stuff you can't talk about yet. The thing, well, it's, yeah. all
0: pl- it's all p- planning. Nothing's actually. I'm not actually posting anything. I can tell our you what website, the, yeah. my whole team's working on,
3: but like mostly it's me coordinating a lot of those.
0: I did uh, write an yeah. editorial that I posted over the weekend, but it's not Xbox. It's about it's my perspective on Nintendo Labo from a the perspective of a someone with a six year old kid. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that, Ryan. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, uh, that's Unlocked, episode, gosh, 330 already. So we shall return with another round of Xbox goodness for you next week. Bye, everybody.
1: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut.